Morning, Miss Evelyn. Good morning, Joe B. <laughs> you need to blow your nose. <laughs> yeah, you caught me in a... You know what Kimmy would say about that? What? Don't eat, don't drink, and please don't blow your nose on the podcast. Yes. Well, please start giving me a countdown of three, two, one, and then point at me and I'll start. <laughs> so, we've had the big interview, the bombastic Oprah Winfrey interview. What's your takeaway? Oh, uh, different things. Um, I keep referring to the movie The Crown, and there is so much reference to some of the things that happened in that movie that people said probably wasn't true. Uh, Evidently, it is that... um, there is a lot that goes on, and it seems like this is a, a reappearance of some of the things that have happened all along the past. I mean, and you can understand um, how horrible it would be uh, to live in that if you're not, you know, the queen herself. Um, I would just love to know the difference between what the queen has say over. And what, evidently, the firm, the institution, or whatever, I would love to know about the people who are telling royalty what to do and what not to do. You know, I mean, it just... And I can see where when um, Harry said that he was trapped and that his um, brother is trapped, and his father, and of course his father is trapped, because uh, when he wanted to get out of his marriage uh, with uh, Lady Di, I meant he couldn't, and when he didn't want to even marry her, he couldn't. So I meant, you know, every once in a while you come across a couple that uh, stands up and says, you know, no, and that's what they've done. I still don't I'm not a fan of um, Markle's, uh, Megan Markle, <clears throat> but um, I understand what she's saying, and, you know, it seems like royalty, uh, the firm, whatever, uh, tried to do everything they could to break them, uh, to trap them, uh, to make them do what, uh, they wanted them to do, and uh, they stood up to it. And uh, they're very lucky and fortunate that they could get out and do it and get the monetary means to go on and live a life. So, yeah, it's very sad. Everything is judged as winners or losers. On the interview, who are the winners? I think this time the winners are... Um, um, Megan and uh, Harry. Uh, if there has to be a winner, I meant, um, yeah, because they they seem to be very honest and they have cleared up a lot of things and said a lot of things that, you know, paints an entirely different picture. So I think, you know, this is and Kate. I love you know William and Kate. That's all you've heard about and. Uh, the world is in love with him, 
And um, then you wonder why Kate let it go so long and didn't stand up. But as they said, uh, she's trapped too. Who are the losers? Oh, I think uh, the monarchy is the losers because they've always been afraid of um, losing the monarchy because, I mean, this is all this family does for generations and generations. You know, it just, that's how they've been funded from the beginning of time is uh, royalty. And um, I don't know what um, the UK would be like without royalty. They wouldn't be... They wouldn't be much at all because that's kind of what they're known for, you know, the queen and things like that. And everybody loves the thought of a king and a queen and a prince and a princess. So, you know, I think they're the losers in this case. They uh, have an image, and that image has to be maintained all the time. Were you surprised at Harry and his father's relationship? Uh... No, because I would think um, his father has gone through probably unbelievable amount of uh, discouragement and put-downs and control of his life from, you know, childhood on that, uh, no, no, I'm, I'm not surprised because, you know, what a child does when they're in trouble and being put upon is to have help from someone, and usually you get that from your parents. And uh, if Diana was alive, uh, you would certainly see her calling out and say, yes, this is what happens, and, you know, I'm so happy with my son that he's decided to take this step. And... Uh, I think sometimes misery loves company. Were you uh, surprised when race became an issue? Uh, I'm surprised that they uh, told it. Mm -hmm. I'm not surprised that it happened because um, I would imagine everyone you know, thought that maybe, but I'm just surprised that uh, they acknowledged it and it just, it just hurt the monarchy even more. What kind of job do you think Oprah did? I thought she did a good job. Uh, I'm a, kind of an Oprah fan, not a big time Oprah fan either. Uh, Right now, it sounds like I'm not a fan of anyone, doesn't it? That's not true. Certainly not women, because this is the day of the international woman. I know, I know. Oh, there's some that I am, but um, no, it's just, um, I, yes, I think she did a good job, um, because evidently, hopefully, uh, as she said, no one knew what her questions were going to be, and... Um, they gave me the feeling that they were telling the truth because they didn't just rattle off like they had prepared answers. Um, you could tell when you watched Oprah ask a question of Kate or Megan, or Kate or Megan or uh, Harry, that you could see them thinking about, you know, they were taking their time and, and 
figuring out how to answer this without hurting other people. So if you were in charge of Rotten Tomatoes and you had to grade the whole presentation last night, uh, one to ten, what would you give it? I'd say it was a ten. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say so. Uh, it was a lot different than I thought it would be. Um, everyone was very composed. And uh, so, yes, it was good. Were there any questions or a question you would like to ask Megan and Harry? Oh, I was like, uh, Oprah, I, I want to know who these people are. I'll say again, I want to know who these people are. Are they a bunch of, you know, stiff suits, you know, and and are they a long line of people who that's their job from the beginning of time, you know? Uh, are they like a little monarchy over the, you know, public monarchy? Who who makes all these decisions and tells him what to do? And and does the queen have the authority to overthrow things? Uh, evidently not. It seems like I don't know. I think uh, for someone to dig into that would be very. Interesting, exciting, and see how it started and what their power is and what type of people are behind it, you know? Is it a bunch of old stuffy men doing it? Or are there women on this? Or I have a feeling it's a room full of men, you know? I don't know. <laughs> Just my feelings. It's a bunch of grumpy old men. <laughs> Not sexist at all, is it? No, no. But, I mean, you do just, you know. That's all. <laughs> I think it's an organization, and uh, I think it's like any organization, and I think it's no more, no less than another big organization. Uh, but, you know, liken it to uh, the newspaper when I was publisher, uh, you would think that the publisher made decisions on everything, whether the uh, delivery would go out on time or whether the press would start on time or whether we'd run this story or that story or we would kill this story or that story, the publisher was in charge, that's the queen. And then you have the news editor who actually is the person who decides what's going to be in the newspaper. Not only what's going to be in the newspaper, but where it's going to be in the newspaper. So the editor is the decision maker of the news of the newspaper and uh, the publisher may have input, but not very much, because the publisher's design is to take care of the business part of it, the profit. And that's what the queen is in charge of. The queen is in charge of making the big thing roll, and that there is a profit at the end of each month and at the end of the year. The profit for them is being public relations and what the general population thinks about them. So whenever you talk about the organization, you're talking about the firm, it is definitely that, and you have those people inside that, and I can see where Harry, the thing that surprised me was that whenever he did want to call the queen, he could pick up the phone and call the queen. So he had access to her by telephone, not in person, but I think the winner of the whole thing 
was the financial part of CPS. They had scheduled 90 minutes, and then there was such a clamor for advertising on there, and boy, they had a lot of it, that CBS expanded it to two hours, and they made a ton of money. So follow the money, honey. I guess you're right. Um, that's one way to look at it, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yes. I take that as uh, we're signing off, and uh, we've had uh, enough. We're going to we're going to do another podcast on the international women uh, later on today, sometime whenever we get a break. But uh, Megan and Harry, they're the top thing today, so let's just stay with them. Have a great one. Thank you. You too. Talk to you later. Love you, darling. Love you, hon. Bye.